everybody. This is Alan Fine for Virtual Roadshows Cruising. Uh, this episode, we're here with uh, Carmen Roy, who's the Vice President of Sales for Princess Cruises. So, uh, Carmen, it's so great to see you. And so great to see you with Princess. Uh, Thank you, Alan. Let's... Absolutely my pleasure. It's great to be with you. And obviously, we haven't chatted in a while. And yes, I am blessed to be with this exciting brand at really an exciting time. Uh, for the company. So really, really excited. But what's so, ama- back. what's so amazing, though, is to think that there might be someone who needs an overview of the company and the ships, but there is. So let's do that. Fabulous. <laughs> Tell us all about Princess, how many ships and what's coming up. You betcha, because, it, you know, and I think you and I both know you, you and I survived. I call it the, the pause or the coma, right? But cruising its back. It's back in a big way. It is exciting, that pent-up desire, and everybody's operating, so it's a really exciting thing. Now, you know, everybody thinks, Prince, as a matter of fact, I'll share it with you because the reason I got into the industry, and I'm going to kind of mumble the number of years, 42 years ago, I've not said anything with Port Miami uh, nearby because that's where I'm located. It was because of the love boat, so everybody really, the name uh, Princess is synonymous with love, so I really am a big believer, and that's why cruising was uh, a driver for me to get into this industry, because it's hospitality. It's at its best. It's the most incredible industry to be in. But Princess is who elevated cruising because of the love boat. So I have to absolutely say, you know, when you look at the brand, we currently have 15 ships, which is phenomenal, but two new ships on the way. So we had announced uh, last year that the Sun Princess, I want to say the sun revolves around you because the Sun Princess will be joining us in February of 2024. That's right around the corner within less less than a year. And then we will have the Star Princess after that. And she will be joining us in 25. So this is a whole new generation of ship for Princess. And we're just super excited because we have a lot of what we call, you know, fan favorites, what our guests are used to, right? So like beautiful Piazza, which is really the heartbeat of, you know, a Princess ship. So it's super exciting. But we're adding so many new things like Park 19. And we've taken staterooms to a whole new level with cabanas. I mean, I can go on and on. But we did launch a brand new campaign this year. And really what we said is we're going to lean into the love boat. We own love and what's not to love about cruising, right? So it's an amazing brand uh, with 58 years of heritage, which I absolutely find super exciting. Uh, And again, it's just about what does love mean? You know, when you think love, I don't want anybody to think just romantic love, love of anything, love of love of culinary, love of wine, love of entertainment, love of just traveling, love of the ocean. You know, I mean, anything that you can think of love, we want to embrace it and encompass it when when uh, guests come on board our ship. So really, really excited, not just for the amazing 15 ships that we have, but the two new classes of ship that are joining the fleet. Super excited. Perfect timing to be what's, here. Tell us what's the difference about the new class. Oh, well, they're game changing. So they're much larger. So I got to talk about, because by the way, this is a the third Sun Princess, if you think about the heritage of the company, right? So one of the things which I fell in love with this is new suite category. And we've talked about guests always saying, you know, your, your suites are beautiful, but they didn't have like dedicated, 
you know, restaurants or lounges. So now we've got three different classes. So we have the signature collection, which will have the signature restaurant. It'll have a signature sun deck. So talk about, you know, its own lounge things and feedback that our guests had been asking for. So we wanted to elevate that. So we've done that with Sun and Star. We also have the reserve collection. Again, another selection of mini suites. Same thing, own restaurant, own lounge, super exciting. And then these cabana staterooms are incredible. So just a map, by the way, that's where you will find me, Alan. Okay, talk about exciting and new. It is a whole new type of concept for the stateroom because it's a regular stateroom, beautiful suite with a veranda. But on top of that, you have your own private cabana. So you can imagine, you can open up the entire world. And this deck is private. Anybody in these cabana suites, it's new for us. But I'll also tell you, so when you look at the size of the ship, I got to tell you, it's the biggest ship we've ever had, 4,300 guests. 21 decks, I mean, 29 restaurants, and then also like our, again, Horizons Dining Room. This one's a three-story Horizon Dining Room. And when you think of the theater, it's like theater in the round. It's called the arena and then the dome. So two different domes. Uh, when you think of the dome and you think of a sphere, because this is what they were called, sphere class ships. That's the kind of uh, new class of ship that they will both be. So there's a lot of exciting stuff happening. And by the way, we've only just begun because we've done a drip campaign. So little by little, we're sharing the details. Let's talk about itineraries and what's new. What's coming up for 2024? Well, I'll tell you, 24, 25, you know we are the leaders in Alaska. So that is our number one. We own Alaska. Princess synonymous with Alaska because all of the components. So we just launched our South America and Antarctica voyages. So we are launching, literally hot off the press, our 25 Alaska. So even though folks are, you know, we've had 24 open. And let me just tell you, Alan, this is something we're seeing that I don't think we've ever seen as a brand, it's like a parallel trip that we're taking. Guests are booking even Alaska this summer. We're talking 2023. That's unheard of. You don't find that, or we haven't found that in the past. So we still have folks booking 23 short, close in. Uh, our coastal California voyages this fall, amazing, with some wine uh, culinary themes, which is really exciting. And then when you think about Alaska, 24, and we're about to launch 25. Let me tell you, we're in the consideration set. There are guests that are booking this summer, next summer, and more. And then, of course, we talked a little about the brand new addition to our fleet with Sun Princess, and she's doing some gorgeous February. I call that winter in the med. She's doing some 10-day voyages in February, inaugural voyages, and the ship is brand new. She will be, as you know, next fall, in Fort Lauderdale. So she'll be in the Caribbean. And then we announced recently also that we would be out of Port Canaveral. So we've got that with the Caribbean princess also next fall. So a little bit for everyone. And again, if Alaska is on what I call a life list for you, princess is the only way to do it. So, you know, we've always, always commanded attention and award-winning. And I call the awards, I'm a humble person, Alan, but why is it important? It's third-party endorsement. And we hear it from our travel advisors, and that's why they vote us number one in Alaska. So a little bit of everything. We do travel the world. Don't forget, Japan is back. I could go on forever, but go I'm trying forever. to keep it consistent. So it's a beautiful. 
Japan is back. We have Australia back. I mean, we have our world cruise in 24, world cruise in 25, you know, and then of course the Med British Isles. Oh my God, that is doing amazingly for 24. Uh, Canada, New England. And then we've got Yorktown. If you think about additions, you might be seeing a theme. You're going to see a lot more. I like to call it home porting. North America is very, very important for us. We have always been traditionally a West Coast fan. You know, you're a West Coast fan of us because that's where we started. That was where the history began for this incredible brand. But we are expanding Galveston. We launched there last year. So now we put a bigger ship in Galveston and doing amazing stuff in the state of Texas, really promoting cruising and us our first time in to Galveston. A little bit of everything. Yeah. yeah. So uh, let's talk about your ships have multiple choices for dining. And so let's talk about the main ones and also the new ones. So, you know, I, I got to tell you, dining is such an interesting thing because we have created a program uh, and it kind of curtails into this, right? Because everybody is used to like our international cafe. That is like a meeting place for your morning coffee, afternoon snacks. Everybody, that's a staple for our brand. But if you think about, you know, fan favorites like the Crown Grill, Sabatini's, I mean, Alfredo's, right? And Gigi's. We have so many unique staples, but we also have extraordinary new experiences. So recently we announced, so we have this, uh, these packages, they're bundled fares. I kind of, you know, good, better, best. So you have the, you know, the pricing strategy, whether you look at princess standard and then our big thing and our big push is it pays to plus and it pays to premiere. So why we have found as we did, um, some studies with our guests, what do you want? There's certain anchors that people want on a cruise. Number one, they want to do the gratuities for the crew. Wi-Fi, it is a rite of passage. You expect it, you want it, and you need it. And then beverages. And when I talk about beverages, we're not just talking alcoholic choices. It's, you know, bottled waters, lattes in the morning. And so we say that it pays to plus because there's different levels of it. When you look at Premier, so when you do a Princess Premier package, it has everything that plus does, and then specialty dining as well. And now we've evolved uh, our dining experiences where before we used to have just two levels. Now we've actually taken it to a whole new level with four different levels. And we just announced it, adding casual dining as its own category. And then when we evolved it, and many folks who already see it have added what we call experiential dining. So you might've seen some of it on social, which is spectacular, which is a 360 experience, which is by invite only, but then we have our chef's table. And of course we have the winemaker's dinner, but also uh, we announced earlier this year, some special Camus winemaker dinners. So again, evolving it. So we're doing our complimentary dining, we're doing our casual dining, and then we're doing our specialty dining. So those are for charge, as you know. And when we do it, if you think about what you're getting and the minimal amount. So when folks do plus, it pays to plus, I'll just do the math for you, especially for our travel partners. It's an amazing deal. They have to recommend it to your clients that way. They don't have to worry about a thing. It's all there. Seamless. And you know how people say nickel and dime? They don't. So, wait, so how many levels are there? The three? Four. Four. Four, four. So it used to be two. So right. if you think about our traditional dining, it was just our complimentary dining. And then we kind of put everybody under specialty dining, whether it was like a Sabatini's or a Crown Girl. Now we decided, you know what? We really have to differentiate what those experiences are, right? So we include the complimentary. We include the casual dining experiences, specialty dining, which we've had before. But then this whole experiential 
that whole level, it's just we're taking it, evolving the brain and bringing it to a whole new level. When we do star and sun and they come out, we'll have other experiences to talk about. Princess is also known for entertainment. And um, when what kind of entertainment are you offering now? Has it evolved at all? What's oh, new? It is. It and how is. should so, the travel know, advisors mention that to their guests, to their clients? So, so Alan, these are all phenomenal questions. And I got to tell you, if I, I could spend an entire hour on our entertainment venues and how they evolve. And depending on, as you know, our destination, how we bring that cultural experience on board. So we immerse our guests, not just in the destination, but the culture and very unique, unique, unique planning. So when we bring the new ships up, there'll be even more unique experiences that we'll be talking about. But I highly recommend, because when we do our webinars, we do in-depth webinars about entertainment, about culinary, about booking online with our polar, you know, our, our proprietary platform. So we take folks, and I do those every two weeks, by the way, it's Connect with Princess. I highly recommend it. Or our business development managers. We actually have pieces on everything, on new to cruise, how to sell, the princess experience. We even have our princess Academy, which by the way, is award-winning as well. Amazing platform been around for a long, long time. And it continues to win awards because it really allows our travel advisors to take it at their own pace, but learn about the history of the brand and all of the new things coming down the road. So they become specialists in our brand. So we talk about it pace to plus as well. We talk about the bundling packages. We talk about destinations and we talk about really entertainment, and Alaska being our, you can become an Alaska specialist. So there is so much that we can cover. I highly recommend onesourcecruises.com is really our one stop for our travel partners. Really important that they go there because we have all our marketing assets there. They can get to the academy through there. They can find out who their business development manager is. And then this year we went even uh, further and we created a princesspartners.com site. For those who maybe aren't registered with us, they might not have booked us. We found that there's a lot of new to cruising uh, travel advisors out there, Alan, that, that you know, want to kind of dip their toe, but maybe they're not part of a booking platform with us yet. And that particular uh, princesspartners.com site has really allowed folks to kind of take a peek behind the curtain and know that they have all of these, I really call them resources, right? Between our business development managers that are out in the field. In addition to that, the sales leadership, but more importantly, we even have an inside sales team also launched this year in 23, earlier in the year in January, uh, which are called the Princess Partner Support Team. So we've done a lot this year. And dare I say, we launched a love fest. Did you hear about the love fest? Well, no, no, go tell me. Oh, so it's a love fest. So so I started this in February with the team and we got kind of a brainstorming session. I mean, if you are the brand that's synonymous with love, what do you do to take it a whole new level? So I decided to tie into the rest of the world celebrates February or Valentine's Day. Not a, Why would we celebrate love just one day a week or one day a month? One month. Or one day a year. Yeah. Not going to happen. No, I did it all year. So we launched Love Fest in March and we're actually doing 17 events. We're doing them on the ship. So whenever we're in port, home port strategy is fantastic. Or we've had events and venues on land. So we've had them in Orlando. We've had, had you, you name it, Chicago. We've got all sorts of cities. And then we also launched, again, our seminar at seas. Uh, we really felt from educational perspective that seminar at seas are back, cruising is back, and everybody has taken it. I mean, we're going to have close to 3,000 travel advisors coming aboard getting educational experiences hands-on. Uh, you know, hardware is hardware. What differentiates us is the software. And that's where seminars I see come to play. It's really important. 
So we've got a lot that we've done, a lot we've done this year. So, so I, I'd asked you about entertainment. We got into good selling stuff. Yeah. I mean, the travel advisor needs not to sell. Um, let's continue with, uh, I don't think we gave enough time to the features, the new features of the ship. Can you brag a little bit about those things? Oh, I'd love to. So uh, let's talk about just youth centers, right? Uh, when I first cruised on, you don't think of those as synonymous with kids and, and what people miss out is, and I don't, I'm not wearing my medallion. I normally do. And it says the love boat, our medallion class app, that app, that experience allows us really to take cruising. It's a large ship concept, but with personalized service, right? Because, and when you have kids, so I always, this is, you're going to, I'm going to date myself, Alan. When I used to travel with my kids and they were little on cruises, we'd, we'd go to Radio Shack. I don't even know Radio Shack's still in business, but we used to do walkie-talkies, Alan, right? Four Adam 12, report in from, you know, the kids' playroom. They never, ever responded to these things. With medallion class, you always know, by the way, not just kids and teenagers, but anybody in your party, it's that fantastic. You don't need those key cards anymore to get in and out. It really allows us to use that technology and personalize it because our onboard you know, teammates, they know you by name. They know what you like. But when I talk about the kids programs, like on the newest ships, you've got the Firefly Park, Neon Grove, the underground ride, because we recognize that different age groups have different needs. And then this whole deck 19 we call it park 19 adventure which can i tell you it even has this breeze roller glider it, 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 i'm afraid of heights but i gotta tell you we have a qr code on onesourcecruises.com that'll get our folks to do it really like a virtual experience so i gotta get that to you so that everybody can experience it as well so they're doing a lot for families right but we still have sanctuary right for our adults only experience. And I think that's the key um, to the success of this brand. It is not, we don't pigeonhole ourselves as just one thing. We're not just for kids. We're not just for adults. We're not just for solo travelers. We're for everybody. We're for families. We're for all generations, because when you come on board, you are part of this family and you will find what it is that entices that particular client to be on our experience. Right. And well, that, that was so what much. I was going to ask. I was going to say, who's the target audience? I knew it's families. Um, but, and, and it's really, the sh it's for everyone, but when a travel advisor is trying to figure that out, what do you want them to, to key on? So really very, very interesting, uh, concepts, because when we did this research, everybody wants to evolve. And I think every cruise line will tell you right new to brand or new to cruise is really critical for our growth, uh, and the future of any cruise company, quite frankly, for us, it was, how do we own this love position, lean into it. And again, I think I, I mentioned a little bit of the, the kind of psychographics of what that love means, not the romantic kind, but across all sorts of age groups and demographics. We do have our, you know, elite clients that have been with us forever. We never want to like disengage them because they love the brand and they're loyalists, but we need to bring in new. And with all of these features, all of these experiences, the medallion class allows us to get into those millennials that love that kind of technology and really making cruising seamless uh, with this technology. The, even though our ships are large, you get the personalized service, multi-gen families. They absolutely love coming on board. And so we're really expanding across solo travelers. This is one that 
many folks ignore that solo traveler need, but we don't because we actually have reduced rates for solo travelers because we're seeing an expanding uh, market there with folks want to travel solo uh, for many, many reasons. Groups is another one. We love our family groups, our celebration groups, which were initially just, you know, targeting family groups and summer vacations. But celebration groups is about celebrating anything and everything. And, and this year we also launched, I mean, these incredible princess perfect weddings. Uh, and I got to, it's not just wedding packages that we do on board. Phenomenal. It could be an engagement, a surprise engagement. It's like that traditional experience or like a renewal of the vows. There's four different packages. And let me tell you, just again, going into a different demographic, it might be someone who's just going to get engaged, right? Someone who is going to get married on board or someone like myself. I would have renewed my vows 30 years this year. I'm traveling in December. I might just surprise Mr. Roy with a little... I don't know. I got to think about it. I don't think he likes surprises, but it's perfect because we have these. <laughs> well, we have some the surprises he likes. This one you got to decide. Ah, okay. I got to prepare them. And we're going with the kids. It's a family vacation. Actually, several of the families are going all age groups. Uh, and it's it's just the way we travel. And when we come on board, I think it's, I hate to sound tacky or corny, but it, it is surprising and new when you come on board. People have this experience or this perception of what the Princess brand was and what we are now and how we have evolved it. And that actually actually translates, Alan, into the support of our travel partner distribution channel as well. We're all in. We have 100% commitment to our travel advisors to make sure they succeed. I, I, I kind of, uh, this love fest idea was really about showing the love to our travel partners after a really tough couple of years and more importantly, showing them by really looking at ways to partner and giving them all of the assets, all of the support that they need. What's great is that you've, you've covered so much territory. So when I ask you a, a wrap up question, like, is there anything else that you haven't, it, 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 could there possibly be anything you, you haven't said that you want our travel advisors to know? There's always something more, but I think what I leave them with, the most important thing is onesourcecruises.com and princesspartners.com because whether you are registered or not, princesspartners.com is kind of like an entryway so you could see all of the assets, all the marketing, all of the platforms that we have available to you. So even with our Connect with Princess, so onesourcecruises.com, really, really critical, and also princesspartners.com so that they get on there. And then it pays to plus because that is the way of the future. Absolutely. And that's, and of course, that helps the commissions. It's, it's, it's a win-win. Fully commissionable. Okay. Carmen, thank you so much. Uh, it's very important now that the people watching this realize that you have a booth at this conference. So Virtual. Yep. Yeah, let's get them I all to it. see. Will you be manning it? Actually, I have the entire amazing team of business development managers. They're all taking turns and they're all going to man it. And by the way, we are one big happy family. So we will share and let you know who it is that represents anybody that they do. But yeah, we're there. The whole team is there. All right. So I want everyone watching to go and meet the whole family. And uh, thank you, Carmen. And this, thank is you. this is Alan Fine for both uh, virtual road shows and insider travel report. Mm -hmm.